Hello, this is Chuck, your host for the His Call Technology Podcast. Late one afternoon, our president and CEO sat down with me in our podcast studio to record the first episode of another new year. If I could choose one word to describe this episode, it would be change. Gary talks about his call's growth in 2022 and hiring new staff. We also talk about how you may increase quality leads and generate more revenue for your company. I hope you enjoy the episode. Be sure and tell someone about our His Call Technology Podcast. Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Thank you for tuning in to the Hiscoff Technology Podcast. We appreciate you taking the time to listen and join us here. What has kind of become a tradition is that uh, Gary joins me in the podcast studio for the uh, first podcast of each year. We started the podcast in 2019, and each January, Gary has... uh, been with me on the podcast. So I'm excited to have Gary back in the podcast with me today. Of course, he has recorded some other episodes as well. They're always one of the most downloaded episodes. Gary, thanks for coming in here and sitting down with me uh, for the podcast today. Well, thank you, Chuck. Looking forward to it again. Well, I don't know what to expect today, but we'll roll with it, right? We're going to roll with it. See if we can't get in one take. You were just telling me a kind of an interesting story that I didn't know about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, according to history, Gene Autry went in to do in the studio a uh, a song called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that we've all heard since we were little kids and did it actually in one take, which is very unusual. Uh, I've always thought that was so cool, the story, and that's why I was just saying to you, yeah, it'd be kind of nice if we could do all this in one take, have it over and done with. That would be kind of nice. Well, let's, we're going to do it. And, right. and you know, you remind me, the uh, CIO uh, that was at ScanSource that came in here and recorded mm. a podcast with me, he recorded a couple, two, three episodes. Greg. Greg, sure that's did. exactly right. Yep. That's what he told me when he sat down. He said, hey, I'm a one-take guy. We're going to do this on one shot, and that's it. Well, Chuck, as you know, it doesn't usually work out that way with me, but we'll see how well we do today. (laughs) All right. Well, we're recording the podcast today. We're in between the Christmas celebration and New Year's Day. So it seems reasonable enough at this time to kind of look back and think on 2022 it's been a very interesting year at his call. It's been an interesting year all around, but it's been an interesting year at his call too. It sure has. I tell you, uh, the 2020 COVID year definitely changed the business here. It changed the world. By the grace of God, we carried through all that just fine. Um, uh, then we moved into 2021, which is still COVID stuff still going on. Uh, so just a whole lot of things in the whole world has changed. The business climate uh, supply chain has been a huge issue and unfortunately still is. Not only the industry we're in, but auto manufacturers and housing and other sectors of business. Uh, 
but uh, again, like I said, by the grace of God, we're we're doing well and growing. Um, I'm happy to say we've just added some more staff just in the last couple of months. We've got two people starting January the third. Uh, our sales manager and I are interviewing somebody tomorrow for another position in sales. So we're in a growth mode, actually. Um, it, it's it's very exciting times. It, it is an exciting times for sure. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. I did a little research before I came in here, but I didn't let you in on it. Uh oh. Do you know how many people we hired in 2022? Unfortunately, I could not tell you exactly how many we did hire in 2022. No, I'm afraid I can't. You know, it surprised me a little bit. Would you believe 24 new hires wow. in 2022? Wow. Now, that included some part-time summer help, mm -hmm. but 24 new hires in wow. 2022. I know we've had several people over the last two years that have taken retirement. Right. And I know at our last company meeting we had, it surprised even me to visually see how many folks have been here. I, I have been very blessed to have so many people like yourself that's been here for so many years. And you may remember I asked the in the group, I said, okay, who's been with me 15 years or 20 years? And there's several over right. 20, several over 15, 10 uh, five to ten. I said, "Now, who all's been here five years or less?" And that's when we had about half the folks. And I think that was a big eye opener for a lot of us that have been around a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the face of the company is changing. One of the things that I know you spoke to um, the retirements that we've had. So some of the folks that have been here for a long time mm -hmm. um, have have retired. We've got new faces, new people the new faces it's it's a younger generation oh you know the company is getting younger i think right the range is oh goodness everywhere from 16 to and i won't go with how old right. some are but but let's just say uh all all ages of all all decades yeah you got, yeah. got jv what was the set in his 70s was he well, that's say? what he claimed yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah he, not so yeah not true <laughs> All right. One of the things that I was thinking as you were just kind of talking through the range there, you told me before we started the podcast that one of the most difficult things in your role is is just dealing with people, whether it be internal, mm -hmm. external or whatever. And I was just thinking about the difficulty in navigating and dealing with different generations of people from very young to, you know, guys oh. like me. You know, we it, we sort of all have our ways. Everybody's got their own personalities. I mean, I definitely have mine. You've got yours. Every There's no two people alike. It's just like you mentioned JV. I said, you know, I'm glad you're here, but I'm glad there's just one of you. I don't <laughs> think we could take more than that. But now, we've got a really wonderful group of folks here at His Call. But now, we're all very different. But, you know, I had a a laboratory company I worked at many, many, many years ago, the president of that lab, uh, I was trying to carefully say how smart the people were there, but they were different. And he looked at me before I could get it out. He says, oh, you want to say we're weird? Oh, we're all weird. 
that's okay but that's what makes us great because we all think so much differently so sometimes i'll say yeah we're all kind of different and weird but uh, Mm -hmm. i think that difference of how we all look at things is help what helps make us stronger because we see things from different angles and viewpoints the thing that i like to brag about everyone that works here at his call and the company as a whole is the fact that we focus on customer service Mm -hmm. with so many companies it's about the products the pricing but there's not a lot about the customer service. That's what we still strive for to this day. And as you well know, we didn't even start the company on selling products. It was all about servicing and being third-party contractors to other companies. Again, by the grace of God, January now starts our 27th year. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that just it is. a blessing? Very much a blessing. And, and I appreciate you saying that. I mean, you know, a lot of companies give lip service to customer service. But I just went to a customer site to a new customer, and this customer had 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 a tough time with a competitor and were very skeptical but had to do something. When I took that gift in there and, and gave it to her, she, she just bragged and talked about how wonderful we had been and how excellent everything had gone and how good things were working. That's the kind of thing. It reinforces what you're saying when I go out to a customer and I hear those types of things. So I, I know that it's not just lip service. We are doing a good job. We pride ourselves on keeping customers for the long term. Again, we've been so blessed to have some that have been with us since the beginning of his call. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we do lose some along the way when uh, one company buys up another company and the parent, the home office doesn't know us and they're already having a relationship with some other company and i understand that completely i'll tell you something happened just yesterday chuck and mentioned to you ian and i went to see uh, an opportunity union city tennessee uh tiffany here had, had uh, she watches a lot of our staff here just like you do look for leads well she found this and sent it in as a lead terence our sales manager assigned ian to it because he lives in mckenzie so um, when this thing came through, I said, let me, I'll, I'll be glad to go down there with him. So we did. This particular prospect told us, I've already been on y'all's website, and from what I'm seeing already, I'm not surprised you called to ask for a visit face-to-face. And he smiled. He was happy to see that because evidently the bigger players have not done that. Right. And so there we are, um, the two of us, getting to know this gentleman and just checking out what the opportunity is about and asking a lot of questions and just had a good visit and you know we'll hope and pray for the best mm-hmm. excellent yeah i would love that you know speaking of those kind of deals and leads we have a leads program that's been been pretty successful um where employees not salespeople, um can find opportunities turn it in it turns into a sale they receive uh, some compensation they for do. turning in that lead. They it's do. pretty unique, and it's it's been you've been running that for several years now. Many years ago, you may remember, we started this by gift cards, and it was a whole different program. And we thought, how can we make this better and more lucrative and at the same time get better quality leads? Well, obviously, you pay after the sale, right? but we're paying a lot more. There have been several folks here that have reaped the benefits of that. And I think 
unless I'm wrong, this is about the sixth year. Is it, has it been that I long? I think it is. It's, I, I think we're completing our fifth year doing this. And yeah, so we're going to continue to go with the same program. That's good. You've paid uh, thousands mm-hmm. of dollars uh, to, to the leads program. It's, well, you know, the really way good. I look at it, we like a lot of companies, you know, you subscribe to lead companies and what they claim they're going to do for you. And you pay some of them several hundreds of dollars every month mm-hmm. or every quarter or something. And some of them get in the thousands. And we've tried about everything out there and even tried one uh, this past year same thing promises that don't and i've always felt like our best leads always come from our staff here that surely has been our best uh, lead source uh mm-hmm. for the better qualified leads is right here from everybody and then we always encourage the person that works here you know talk to your parents talk to your wife your husband your friend your girlfriend your boyfriend anybody you know and let them help you out and turn things in and that's where we get the majority of our best um, opportunities. I need to remember to put my wife on that. I've dropped out of the top ten in the leads program just recently. I noticed today, so Uh-oh. I got to put her. I, I need to get her in there and helping me out and get back in the top ten. I think she could help you. I think she could too. She probably like that extra money too. <laughs> That's right. So you mentioned in uh, we're closing out the year with some of our largest ever cloud mm-hmm. deals. And Ian's customer is one of those. You guys have been working really hard to win that business. Uh, it's been about six months in the making, and they just signed with us last week. That deal came through. We've had another young fellow that started with us last March, uh, Archibald. He, he left the banking business and came on board here because he wanted to try out in sales. He's got a uh, his alma mater where he went to university. He sold them a very large cloud deal. Uh, the hospital's a premise deal. The, this university is a cloud one. And then, as you and I have talked, Scott, who's been here for, what, 11, 12 years, I guess. I, he's been here uh, probably 14. He's, oh, is he? he yeah, he's ahead of me. Time flies. He's about a year ahead of me. Well, he's got... a large account in several different states that we've serviced for many years. Uh, They have now signed up also for a very large deal. This this particular location of this corporation is in Houston, Texas. We're going to be sending crews out to install that uh, before the end of January. That's about a thousand users. It too. is. It's about a thousand users in a six-story building. Yeah, that's that's and our largest deal ever, right there, isn't it? It so for, far. Well, for cloud. For the cloud, yeah, yeah, so far cloud. we've got some in the hundreds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, this has been. Yeah, and, it's exciting. We're going to start the new year off with some really nice projects, and I'm looking forward to that. So, Gary, as you look into 2023 with these new projects we have coming on. What are you looking forward to in the new year? Good question. It seems right now, out of everything that we do, and I'll I'll remind the listeners, you know, we started out many, many years ago as premise-based phone systems. Over time, though, the premise-based business has changed and the cloud environment has taken off more. So today what we're seeing is more and more of the cloud phone system business. Again, we still do quite a bit of premise mm-hmm. and premise fits some customers better than some cloud but but the cloud 
concept fits more businesses than it ever used to. And a lot of it is because of cost factors. Um, the user of our cloud product, they don't ever have to worry about upgrading. They don't have to worry about maintenance. They don't have to worry about any of that stuff because we take care of, of every bit of that. On our program, if, if somebody is a cloud customer, whether they've got five phones or a thousand, they call in and they need something or they email or they open up their own automated ticket, it's all handled and there's no cost. They, they receive a monthly bill for the service and that's it. But in addition to that, we're also seeing growth in our closed circuit TV business, you know, CCTV, mm -hmm. security cameras, the access control business. We've won a very nice access control deal. We've won two, that was with a uh, city government. Uh, I think we were up against 11 total companies that went after that and we won that one. And then um, the same city government went out to bid and there were three of us that bid the telephone system and we won that uh, they've been deployed now on that and uh, seem to be very very happy with their choice because these were cost savings at the same time it kept kept them current and there's another city government uh, in west tennessee that went with us uh, on on our cloud product and they are really happy uh, we have two different cloud products that we operate our cloud practice on. There's gotta be the right fit, so we try to help find out which one is gonna be best suited. In our cloud practice, uh, everybody's on their own environment, and because of that, for those customers who want to do any programming, we can teach them enough and let them do their own programming because a lot of customers like to still get their hands in and do some things themselves, and because we build them that way, they're allowed to. But uh, other pieces of the business that's growing is uh, the AV department is mm -hmm. doing very well. Uh, Audiovisual, we do digital signage. We've also just launching cloud for CCTV. I didn't mention that. Um, we've got that coming. A lot of different aspects. And, of course, we do a whole lot of low-voltage cable and fiber optics. And some customers, that's all they use us for. And they've got internal people that do everything else. So... Our portfolio has grown and also still keep trying to stay to our solid roots that we started with. To go back to the cloud business, I, I would like to plug this for his call. We operate it differently than any of our competitors do. And with all due respect, and I'll leave everybody's name out of the equation, I tell people when I go out to visit them, now, if you do business with us, whether it's on our cloud, whether it's in our cameras, whether it's in cabling or whatever you need if you call you're going to get your choice of two languages english or southern so uh, we we probably be able to talk your language your, your calls are going to stay right here in tennessee answered by somebody that is a full-time his call employee they're not going to go overseas tech support is not there it's right here that's what we try to pride ourselves on is being able to understand customer needs regardless of product, regardless of service, and help provide the best service possible. And that's what we're still about after all these many years. You know, it's interesting um, when, you, when we talk about change, you mentioned some of the uh, some of our how the industry has changed. Um, we've we've seen a transition to to cloud services. You know, the ma manufacturers that we have uh, grown up with and worked with over the past 27 years, 
change the way they do business, change their focus. And, you know, it's changed the way customers purchase, and, and we've had to kind of change and and, uh, and with what we bring to market as well. Um, something that I had wanted to kind of talk with you about um, with 24 new hires in 2022, but employee expectations have definitely evolved and changed. We hear the industry talking about how difficult it is to keep employees for varying reasons, some of which demanding to work from home, saying, I'm not going back into an office. This, you know, this mass exodus of people just quitting and not, I don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing. And then I hear them talk about quiet quitting. One of the things that I hear a lot of right now is hiring people, how difficult it is to find people, to hire people oh. and retain those people. So uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you is how do you hire 24 people in a year? That's well, we've been very blessed. We have gotten the right talents, I believe. Everyone that has come on board, I believe, are top notch. I think they were looking for some good opportunities. It's um, some of this is word of mouth. We've hired one gentleman in our data department that with top secret clearances from the government, he's uh, still in the guard. And he's going to help a lot with our networking and cybersecurity because we're increasing our abilities to help our customers with uh, those services. We've got another young man that's just been phenomenal who came from the uh, TCAT, Tennessee College for Applied Technology, and that's where another young guy's coming starting January the 3rd. We've got, oh, I don't know, Chuck, it's, it's just... Uh, some of these come through different programs like Indeed. Mm-hmm. Of course, as you may know, you may get 50 applicants on Indeed, and there are two or three you want to bring in and talk with. But a lot of this is word of mouth, a whole bunch of it. it just, and some people just want an opportunity, and I'm more than happy to provide that opportunity. And at the same time, everybody that works here has got to have the right servant heart to take care of our customer needs. One thing I'd like to add and this came to me a moment ago when you started asking me this question. The deal that we talked about earlier in the program with Ian's deal with this hospital in West Tennessee, they went through their due diligence, and I think they went through about five different providers. They wanted premise-based phone system. We ended up being on the short list between one us and one other when that they invited in to do demonstrations. They called us in first. We did our presentation. There was myself, Ian, our sales manager, Terrence Bates, and we had two people, engineers, from the manufacturer of the product. Then I had Joseph to come. I went with him to with one of the other folks, and we wanted to check out different you know, back closets and make sure we didn't miss anything for mm-hmm. connectivity to paging and so forth. I'm looking forward to this job, but here's the thing. They didn't tell us till later. They told us like two weeks later, you won the bid. We're looking forward to this. What's our next step? We go through those. And that's when we asked, well, how did your other presentation go? And a big reason they came to us and decided on us was because of the service, because of the all the recommendations that other customers gave for our benefit. But they happened to say, you all came on site, six of you. The other vendor didn't show on site. Mm-hmm. They do. A, they did a presentation via video, 
And that resonated really heavily with them, too. Is like, okay, we're wanting to buy a system. We haven't bought one in over 20 years. And they want the service level. And the other company wouldn't even send a person out to meet face-to-face for a sales visit. So you show from the start. You do. We're here. We we want to be here for you. We want to help you. We want you to understand. We want to have a relationship with you. And uh, you set that tone early on. I think that's important. Well, I've said it for years. I want folks that work at his call to be here because they want to be here, not because they're tied to some contract because we don't have work contracts, as you know. Mm-hmm. We're very liberal with our contracts with our customers, too, because I want customers to be with us for long term because they want to be here, not because they're tied to some legal binding long contract. Let's let's make the environment where they want to be with us and work together as a team to make things happen. Right. Very good. You know, Gary, one one thing I was thinking about when you talk about hiring 24 people that I think is important to communicate what what I have seen in my years in working with you is you're not afraid to take a chance on somebody you no. know, in a in a time where I read a lot about businesses have these entry level positions, but requiring vast amounts of experience. But yet they're not paying for that experience. You don't mind taking a chance on somebody if they have the right personality, that they have the right desire and the heart to serve the customers that would fit in well. You'll take a chance on somebody and teach them and show them how they need to do their job and what they need to do. And I think that's, I think that speaks volumes. You give a, you've given a lot of people an opportunity. I believe, well, thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I believe, first off, that every human being on the planet is really, really good at something. Now, what that something is, sometimes you have to find out. You know, I mentioned hiring from TCAT and from the government. Yeah, but we've also hired folks that worked at Walmart or they worked in, in an insurance company, a totally different field, or maybe you, they you've, were... You've hired servers that served you in restaurants. Servers in restaurants. <laughs> We've done... They've been from all different walks of life. We've hired people that were in teaching profession that just decided to get out of teaching, right. or maybe they were in nursing and they, they want to get out of the medical field. There's So there's been a, a wide array of different talents and personalities that we like we talked about before but i think that just makes us better and mm-hmm. stronger it gives you different viewpoints also it's nice whenever you sit down with your staff and talk about what do you think the customers would think about this well if they've worked somewhere else and out of this industry they, they bring can certainly they, absolutely and and it helps a whole lot it's just like still to this day which we've done for many years we have an advisory board mm-hmm these members are comprised from different industries. And the requirement to be on the board is just, are you his call customer? So sometimes we get requests and I would gladly add somebody to the uh, to the board. But we try to get somebody from all different walks of life, different, different industries, from manufacturing to auto dealerships, education, medical, banking, uh, utility companies of different types, and so forth. That also helps us, I think, to keep a good perspective about what the business climate is like and at the same time, what do we need to do as a company to take care of those needs. Good stuff, Gary. I know your phone's going off. It's beeping. People are wanting to get in touch with you. So, And we've kind of come to towards the end of uh, 
end of the podcast. So let's let's kind of wrap things up. Any final words or thoughts? Anything you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Well, the line that you say every time. Come on, let's tell it. Don't be afraid. Only believe. That's it. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com. Hiscall.com.